Hello and welcome to the Sex Within Marriage Podcast. My name is JD and I blog over at uncoveringintimacy.com. And today we're going through another bunch of questions from our anonymous have a question page. These ones are from January 2023. Before we get to that though, I have some things to tell you about in case you don't read the emails I send out and you aren't following us on social media. The first one is that the testing of our new sex exploration list web app is continuing on and it's pretty awesome, I think. Uh, I just released a version today to our beta testing group with a new design, and I'm hoping to have uh, a version out to the public soon, but I have a few things to figure out first. The second is that we had our first couples night collaboration with The Line Within Us, and it was an awesome time. Uh, We had about a dozen couples join, a pretty even mix from both communities, and we had a blast just talking about marriage issues and experiences and sharing tips and tricks and everything. If you missed it, don't worry, we'll have another one in another month. Uh, They're on the first Thursday of each month. Uh, Any $5 a month supporter of Uncovering Intimacy is welcome to join. And third, I finished our guide to edging, which many of you had asked for and our supporters are checking it over for any last minute changes before we release it. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I suggest joining our mailing list if you haven't already so that you know when it's released. And lastly, I'm playing with a new service during this podcast to try and add some variety to the anonymous questions post. So the questions will be read by some AI voiceover bots and then I'll tackle the answers. I'd love to know what you think of it and if I should continue with it. So comment in the post there's a link to the show notes Um, you can just go there and click or you can email me i'm fine with either with all that out of the way let's get on to the questions all right question one is can you describe what exactly phone sex means or consists of this question got kicked around for a bit in the forum but i think this is the definition i settled on Phone sex refers to an intimate and erotic conversation between people over the telephone. Uh, It typically involves explicit and sexually suggestive language and verbal descriptions of sexual acts, fantasies, or experiences. Couples may engage in phone sex to explore their desires, share intimate moments when physically distant, or simply for pleasure and stimulation. Um, This conversation may or may not include masturbation on either or both sides. And of course, with the advent of new technology, it's not limited to the telephone, but I think that's where it came out of and anything else people might call phone sex, they might call cyber sex, they might call something else. I hope that answers the question. So on to question two. Am I alone? My wife is willing and frequently gives me oral. It is something that we both enjoy giving and receiving from one another. When I'm on the receiving end, She will almost 100% of the time let me finish in her mouth, but more often than not, she will spit it out. For some reason, this bothers me. I'm not sure why, and I wonder if I'm alone in this. To me, it's a huge turn-on if she does, and I feel like it breaks the mood when she walks away to spit it out. It also seems counterproductive. I mean, it's already there. Keeping it in your mouth to get up and walk to the bathroom just prolongs the feeling or taste. Swallowing, I would think, is the fastest way to take care of it. So I ran a survey uh, quite a while ago with a question about this, and you can check out the survey in the show notes. It'll be under the oral sex survey results. Uh, In the survey, about 29% of men said that they care about whether or not their wife swallows. So no, you're not alone. Um, You can check out the post for all their comments detailing the why they care or do not care. And on to question three. 
I'm a wife of 10 years. Four years ago, my husband admitted to hidden pornography use and occasional visits to erotic massage parlors. He is and was deeply sorry and ashamed and has done everything possible to change his behavior, heal our marriage and support me in my healing process. It wasn't until 2021 that by God's grace, we found accountability software that helped him overcome the habit for good. Although I am so grateful for the positive changes in him and our relationship and while I pray regularly for help to find healing and forgiveness, there is a pain in my heart that feels permanent. The damage to my self-esteem feels irreparable at times. Talking about my feelings with my husband always helps, but I just want to be over this. I want to feel like myself again, not this insecure, fragile person, always shuddering at the thought of, but what if? Is it unforgiveness? Is it fear? Is it normal? All right. So you've been married for 10 years. Uh, four years ago, he admitted it. Then it took another two years to quit, even after it came out. So you spent six years in the dark and two more years knowing it was continuing. Uh, it's no wonder that you have some issues with trust there. Uh, just because it's changed doesn't mean the trust comes back immediately. That's not a forgiveness issue. Now, if you had said that you don't even want to trust him again, that's different. Then you may have a forgiveness issue. But acknowledging that there's still work to be done to rebuild trust is not a lack of forgiveness. What is that work? Well, I think part of it sounds like you've already done. Uh, make the changes needed so that he's no longer breaking trust. That's part of it. Uh, and the rest is simply time. You know, trust is earned. And that earning comes from being trustworthy day in and day out. And you'll get there. In the meantime, your brain is trying to keep you safe. It will keep running the same program repeatedly until you can convince yourself that it's safe to drop it. So when those feelings come up, just acknowledge them, understand that they're there for a reason because of the past, and that it's no longer needed, and you choose to trust your husband. And the feelings of trust will eventually come. Uh, they may take a while because our brains do not like letting go of programs quickly, but they will come. All right, question number four. I like to take pictures and record videos of my wife touching herself or of us having sex. I keep it just for my enjoyment. Or when we are both busy and haven't had time to be intimate, I can relieve myself by watching my wife. Also, it keeps me from being tempted when it has been a while. Is this normal? Is it okay? Or can it turn into a problem somehow? My wife is fine with it but just wants me to keep the images secured. Thank you for your time. So we have a few questions here. Number one is, is it normal? If by that, do you mean, do other people do it? Yes. Uh, I have another survey on that, which you can check out uh, in the show notes. Uh, it'll be under, do Christians make sex tapes? Uh, is it okay? I think sexual activities should be shared with your spouse. And I'll link to my reasoning in the show notes again. Um, so I would say that taking videos is okay but the masturbation isn't. However, I also believe you should act under your own convictions, not mine, simply because they're mine. Uh, but the risk is that you separate sex from the relationship, which is what you're doing. Instead of dealing with the actual issue, which is that you aren't prioritizing sex together, you found a way to make that lack of priority bearable instead of addressing it. To me, that's one of the many risks of solo masturbation. And on to question number five. Hi, Jay. I was wondering if there are any natural remedies for increasing female libido? I am 30 and have had three children. 
I'm in good health and not overweight. I'm not currently breastfeeding or on hormonal birth control. I've taken steps to reduce stress, eat better, work on communication with my husband, etc. However, I find myself only ever interested in sex one or two days after my period is over. I can force myself to engage, but it takes a lot to feel aroused. So I'm really convinced it's a hormone issue. I have taken bioidenticals in the past, testosterone pellet, and it significantly improved matters. I was the high-drive spouse when I was using bioidenticals. However, I feel they were a little too potent, and I was experiencing unwanted side effects. I don't have health insurance currently, so seeking out extensive medical care and testing is off the table at this time. I don't think my potential hormone imbalance is too severe based on past testing and reaction to the bioidenticals. So I'm hoping that a natural route could be the boost I need. Any suggestions are appreciated because my husband has been affected by my lack of desire for him because it hasn't always been this way. I know you're not a doctor, but any advice would be appreciated to improve our intimacy and my eagerness for sex. Thanks. So, first off, thank you for putting the not a doctor disclaimer there for me. Uh, it's hard to figure out what works and what doesn't with these things. Uh, people ex experiences are so vastly different and contradictory with others that there's no, you know, will this will work solution. Uh, some of our supporters have had excellent experiences with bioidentical hormones and they can be dosed correctly uh, much of the time, but as you said, you're looking for alternatives. So, uh, others mentioned increasing DHEA because it gets converted into both testosterone and estrogen, so you may find that helps. I've also heard good things and studies about saffron for both uh, libido and also depression and ADHD. My wife is trying this out primarily for her the ADHD benefits, but we're also curious about the potential libido improvements as well. Uh, but she just started, so it's early days yet, and the effects tend to come after weeks of supplementation, according to the studies. Um, other than that, ashwagandha, fenugreek, maca, uh, there's one, tribulus terrestris, terrestris, that's a hard one to say, um, are also commonly cited as improving testosterone levels in women. So they may be things to look into. Uh, if you want the spelling for those, click on the show notes, go to the blog post, question five, and you'll see them all there. Um, lastly, to go a completely different route, uh, most of the wives who complete are becoming more sexually engaged course find uh, an increase in desire, and 80% of them say that they enjoy sex more after taking it. Um, they actually say that their sexual enjoyment doubled. Um, so I would also suggest maybe checking that out. And uh, also... Check out our free resource, Where Did My Sex Drive Go?, which there's a link to in the show notes as well, uh, which may help with uh, dealing with sex drive, sex drive differences while you find a solution that works for you. All right, on to question six. Why not comb in her mouth? It's her duty. I know that's not much of a question. It's short and it's crude. Um, but I'm going to say I know of no verse or biblical principle that holds this to be true. However, some people do believe it. Um, that said, this simple, like I said, crude and misguided question sparked one of the most extensive threads on our supporter forum. Uh, it went back and forth for a couple of weeks with 84 replies as we debated our duties to each other, how we handle it when we feel like we're giving more than the other and how we gauge what 
more giving is. Uh, I immensely enjoyed the debate, and I think others did too, and I'd love to share the outcome, but I don't think I could summarize it all and do any justice. So if you want to go check it out, you can become a supporter for as little as a dollar a month and get access to it and all of our other conversations. And now, on to question seven. There are times when she is in the mood, but most of the time she's not. I'm always in the mood. She brings me to the edge, but never lets me orgasm. It's been three months. She tells me that she wants a real man, and that means on the intimacy side. I am purposely trying to be vulnerable with my emotions, and I read that you can never know what you're going to expect by being vulnerable. Every time I'm vulnerable, which is hard for me, I get stepped on badly. She says I always bring things back to sex. But I'm purposely trying to build our relationship. Then she tells me during the argument that she's emotionally vulnerable. She says if another man were to make her day, she would go with him. So basically, I'm being used in my relationship for finances and my ability to work, but my wife really doesn't want me. She wants what she can get from me. She's 54 years old, but she looks 40. I know that she uses her body to get what she wants, and I see her tease guys all the time, and she plays coy like she's not doing it. I went to Walmart with her and when she was asking for a price check, the guy came up so close to her. I asked and you see him checking you out so closely? But she's a conservative mom. I think we need counseling. If it were a man, I'd be concerned. So if it were a man, you'd be concerned? And like what in that question is not concerning? I was concerned from the beginning of it and it just got more and more concerning. Yes, 100%, you need to get some help. Uh, find a therapist or counselor. Uh, you go even if she won't go. Learn to create healthy boundaries and learn to protect yourself. Um, if this is the actual situation, it sounds manipulative and abusive, and this dynamic is just not healthy. And lastly, question eight. My boss wants me to wear a very much shorter skirt and high heels and no panties. What must I think? I do not want. I don't know, the grammar in that one's a little weird, but I put them as they come in. Um, this one is simple. This request is utterly unacceptable for him to ask. I would immediately find a new job and tell the authorities. Full stop. There's no more. And that's it for today. Uh, if you have a question of your own, you can ask it on our anonymous questions page. If you're a supporter of uncovering intimacy, even for a dollar a month, you can ask your questions right in the forum itself and get more interactive and faster responses from me and everyone else in the community. And yes, you can remain anonymous on the forum as well. Um, most of our supporters use aliases actually in the forum and joining the forum also gets you access to see all the anonymous questions coming in as well as previews of all the posts. And yeah, you get to see more kind of behind the scenes stuff and what's going on. And that's it for today. Uh, like I said, lots of stuff going on. Make sure you're on the mailing list if you're interested in any of us. And that's it for today. Talk to you next time.